Bring the family out to see a movie this week at the Alamo Drafthouse. This week's family-friendly screenings include Trolls Kids Camp at 10 a.m. this Thursday and Friday, June 6th and 7th. PBS Kids at the Alamo's Ready, Jet, Go! One Small Step at noon this Thursday and Friday, June 6th and 7th. The Secret Life of Pets 2 Family Party this Saturday, June 8th at 11.20 a.m. and again Sunday, June 9th at 2 p.m. Shrek Kids Camp at 10 a.m. next Monday, June 10th through Friday, June the 14th. Plus, special screenings of this month's Let There Be Brunch screening of Eat, Pray, Love, Grease Sing Along, Maximum Overdrive, Top Gun Movie Parties, and the Men in Black International Suit and Tie Advanced Screening. All that plus this weekend's new releases, live music, trivia nights, and more. Find showtimes and purchase tickets online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield and find all the special events at the Alamo on Facebook by searching Alamo Springmo and clicking on the events page. Welcome to the Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse for Thursday, June the 6th. We are coming to you, as always, from the Alamo Drafthouse here in Springfield, Missouri. I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net. Joining me today in the room we have... Alamo Jen. David Mann with the Alamo Drafthouse. Good up. It's been a couple weeks. We took a little vacation. Oh, I took a vacation. I don't know what you all did, but it's been a couple weeks since we we've done this. We took a mental vacation. Yeah. But we were I thought we were all vacationing, and I didn't show up to work for two weeks. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah. you're here Oops. today. <laughs> have you Oops. tried clocking in this morning? Uh, it wasn't working. <laughs> huh. I know that happens. Uh, so it's been a couple weeks. A lot of things have happened in the movies. When we last met, uh, Avengers Endgame was still the top movie at the box office. Yeah, so it was our cliffhanger. Things have happened okay. since then. Uh, what's everybody been up to in the last couple weeks? Anything you've seen? Anything you're looking forward to as we dive into David, this? David, you go. I had a rock in my shoe a week ago. <laughs> and it got under the sole of my shoe, so it was actually pretty irritating. Pretty intense, was yeah. it? Uh, I've, I've, I watched a few wonderful, wonderful movies uh, if I were going to make some recommendations, I saw Booksmart. Yes. Same. A lot loved of folks loving it. that movie. Absolutely loved it. loved it. Yeah. It was really, really funny throughout. Josh even loved it. He didn't want to go. I drug him in there. I'm like, I'm going to see this with or without you. Do you want to come or not? Um, <laughs> and it was his last chance. And so he did. And then he laughed even more than I did. Right? It's really funny. Yeah. Like, it just a nice, small comedy, very akin to Super Bad, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely its own very, thing. Very, hit, very much hit home. Yeah. I, very I, close. A little too close at times. But well, yeah. knowing the female painful. perspective like I do. Right, I yes. felt like it was yeah. right on the money. Okay, I thought good. it was right on the money. And then I saw uh, John Wick 3, mm-hmm. which I'm going to say this line. It's going to sound like an insult. This is the absolute worst of the three John Wicks. Having said that, it's wonderful. Because uh, I love the first two. It's just a tiny rung below. But for a trilogy of action movies, that doesn't happen. They're all so consistent. Yeah. Uh, nice. There are things yeah. about it that I thought I was going to not like the movie because of. Yeah. Uh, like having Halle Berry in it. She's great. No. No, no, no. In this, she was really good. Okay, I'm, thank I'm you. Not a, I'm not a fan of hers. Okay, Obviously, you haven't it. seen that Catwoman. Was, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I saw it. I But the whole oh thing God. of the usage Boomerang? of the dogs Hello? in it. Yeah. was, I was like, okay, that was much better than I expected. It's just cool. Yeah. Right? And there's so many great little, the corniness of all their little one-liners and their, all that, it it was great. The action was amazing. One is just written the best. I know, like, the plot, you would 
say it's minimal, but it right. really isn't. Uh, this one, there were a couple moments where I felt like I was, like the journey didn't matter in certain moments, but it's still really cool action movie with these wonderfully choreographed scenes. So uh, yeah, I check your check your brain at the door. It's a really badass movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Wick one though, I think that is an insta classic. John Wick two, mm-hmm. brilliant. The third one, really, really good. Uh, so hopefully the fourth one, uh, it'll, they'll hop back into the whole having an awesome plot train. Uh, he seemed to give you the story yeah. that you needed, I think. He had real motivation. It yeah. really felt like this one. They're like, we don't really care. We're still going to give you some stuff. They did give you some things. In yeah. It, but it was still to the point of we're just going to throw tons of action at you and you're going to love it. And I did like, they still kind of slowly expand the universe, which yep. is cool. And then the last movie I saw was Rocket Man. Oh, yes. Uh, we went last night. Did you love it? Yeah. 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 One thing I wasn't anticipating that I had to learn really, really quickly was that it was just a musical. Like, right. uh, I, I was thinking it would like be a... Like a Bohemian mu- Rhapsody, David? No, like, <laughs> like a good like movie. Like Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> like a good movie. Uh, so there were moments where that Taron Egerton, like special, especially the moment where it's kind of like flashing between the costumes, yeah. he looks just like Elton John. Oh, yeah. And the thing he nailed the best was the sneer where he the toothy like where he tucks his top lip over his yep. top teeth. He just looks so much like Elton John. So I really loved it, and it was a lot of fun. Like it, starting was, with was uh, there an emotion he didn't hit in that movie? No, he, it was uh, fun. He, it was everything. really fun. It yeah. was so good. That's what happens when you try and do something original with a brilliant, historically awesome uh, musical personality. Like with Bohemian Rhapsody, a nice milk toast, boring movie. Rocket I don't Man. Understand what you just said. A milk Doesn't toast. Compute. It means like flavorless, not good, plain Jane, Bland. not good. Uh, mm. Rocket Man, though, I don't what a treat. It's a lot of fun. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, I, one, like, you know, going back to him, he did an amazing job, and uh, I was a little worried because I went into it going, okay, is it going to be, am, is it going to be what I hope it is, or am I going to be disappointed? Like, the first of it, I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, no, I'm not gonna like this i think um, and then like as soon as they got to the carnival scene and he became the adult you know yeah i was then it just boom and from there on i just loved everything and like you said the costume changes like that was one of my favorite things because i remember seeing those in magazines and yeah on different things you know going oh, i remember seeing when he wore the jacket with all the patches i remember seeing the you know when he came out dressed like a like the queen like yeah. all those little moments that you you recognize from photos or from videos that were released yeah it's i didn't, so I didn't cool. need context of why what was going on i just the costumes were enough for me that i was yeah. like i remember that and they were wonderful enough to like really push the idea that this is sort of a fantastical version of events. Right. So you're not... It's not a hard... This, yeah. is, this is fact. This is the order of things happened in. Yeah. This is, I don't feel like with Bohemian Rhapsody, I picked that apart because it's like, this doesn't accurately represent the history of Queen at really all. But it was it trying to. Uh, so it was kind of BS. Whereas this one, it was like, this does not accurately represent, <laughs> but it is sort of like it's, the feeling. Yeah, it's uh, the, yeah. It, as much as the movie is... The symbol of what happened. It's the yeah. metaphorical, visual, audio description of his life. 
we're going to go just a little bit further, make yeah. it even more metaphorical, more whimsical, more fantastic. I mean, he was pretty drugged out during that time, so, so I don't imagine his recollection was things. great. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was floating. That's yeah. what was happening. Yeah, uh, the but yeah. scene was amazing. Super cool. Uh, Odin's favorite part, too. And then, gosh, there was, that, I won't, because people haven't seen it, but when he gets to see himself at the end, man, I was like, <gasps> Yeah, <laughs> I'm not welling up. You're welling up. <laughs> Shut up. Boy, it's yeah. hot in here. My eyes are sweating. Yeah, yeah. because you turn the air down in the theater. Definite recommendation. Um, I'm yeah. going. That's it. Jen, have you seen back. anything? I haven't seen anything. Anything I new? Seen anything, anything other old? than Booksmart? I saw yeah. Booksmart. Um, yeah, and then I saw Mystery Men again on Monday night, mm-hmm. which I was movie. I. <laughs> I <laughs> loved underrated. It. I yeah. watched it a bunch with my son because he was just a tyke when that movie came out, and. Uh, and then I'd forgotten, like, how how great. Yeah. Like, just dark and all the humor just flying all over the place, how hysterical uh, Ben Stiller was, and William H. Macy is just a treat, and Hank 20 Azaria. years, Hank Azaria. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. Lady who played his mom, that whole dynamic. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was. Yeah, really, see, that really movie good. for me, like, I could not stand Ben Stiller. I I didn't want to oh, see nothing awful. with him. And he was I, awful, I but he was so good because it felt so right. Well, that you know, movie, like, though, was the turning point for me starting to enjoy him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, I refuse to see it. And everybody's like, you have to see it. You especially would love this movie. And I'm like, no, it's got Ben Stiller. And I'm not yeah, watching yeah. it. Same with Brad Pitt movies. I was like, no, if it's got Brad Pitt, I'm not watching it. But <laughs> there is a movie, yeah. Fight Club, for me with yep. Brad Pitt, and then Mystery Men for me with Ben Stiller. I'm like... <sighs> okay. Yeah, that I was, was I was very anti Meet the Fockers and all of that. I'm like, this is just not that, you know. It, uh, his, it was kind of annoying. His early persona kind of changed, like more to that I neurotic. Think I saw him in Reality character. Bites first, and I was like, ew, yeah. this guy. He had a string of those types of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a little more broody, yeah. which yeah. Uh, I don't think works for Ben Stiller. Yeah. Uh, I love when he plays outlandish characters or when he's neurotic. Those mm-hmm. are like just mm-hmm. the classic Bens. The Night at Museum movies just. I love him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Plus, <laughs> I, like, had, I really like the first one. He'd been in a feud with he and Greg Kinnear butted heads on set, and who's the found star? That yeah, out. yeah. I just yeah. found that out Monday night because our host was talking about some little factoids, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's hilarious!" I wish yeah. I'd done that. Greg thing. Kinnear all the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw Godzilla stuck on you. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I saw you in there. Um, oh. Best thing about that, I tried the vegan supreme pizza. Oh, you did. Oh, it was yeah. good. Yeah. I was surprised. I think that's the one vegan item I have not tried. It's pretty good. I really like the avocado toast at the risk of sounding like a hipster. <laughs> That's so 2018. Uh, that was by far and away the best part of that movie. So yeah. if you come see it, make sure you order the vegan supreme pizza and have the same and experience. Get lost I did. in it. Maybe order two of them. Yeah, just exactly. Back to back. I think turn into a giant calzone. Seriously though, the guy next to me—I don't know who he was. He was the guy next to me. Yeah. I'll—he was—he was doing one of two things. He was either treating himself. <laughs> Or he was finding a reason to stay in that theater <laughs> because I bet you he ordered a hundred dollars worth of oh really my gosh. Oh, easily yeah, really? throughout the movie. Yeah, he, he was having a great time. I was like, all right, well, he's because he started with what he start with. Hold on, I, and I apologize if you were the guy sitting next to me if I get this wrong. Um, he started with a drink and some sort of an appetizer, and then he had his pizza and soda, and then he had his milkshake and something else, and then he finished the night with the cookies. And so, I mean, he was... Guy, if you're listening, we want you on the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was, I want to talk to you And everything they brought to him, I'm things. like, 
man, that smells good <laughs> because I'm yeah. trying to do better. That's and then when they bring out the cookies really, at the end, that oh, almost, that almost pushed me over those the top. Cookies. I almost Especially had to break if you the get diet. the trio with a scoop of ice cream. Yeah. On oh my God. Yeah. yeah. hundred dollars so worth of food and drink. That I'd almost, like to talk to them about the next day. That happened to me uh, at Mystery Men because we took the boys and I don't know if they thought that it was their birthday <laughs> or like it's, it's close enough because it's a few weeks away. But I was like, <gasps> I just got a great just idea. Like raising their paper. Like, <laughs> We should start celebrating birthdays in the theaters in the middle of the movie. No. Yeah, come out. Candle and ice cream completely destroy the ambiance. Really point them out. We have spotlights. Hit them with that spotlight. What's going to happen to Old Yeller? Yeah. Keep it on for the remainder of the movie. Yeah, there you go. It's your day, you know? There you go. Now, when we went and saw Rocket Man last night, it was almost an impromptu sing along movie. Yeah. Because everybody was trying not to sing, but they were singing. Yeah. I really that's it's tough line to to ride because I want to encourage that because right. I mean we're all I don't care who you are if you're in that theater there's the magic yeah. with yeah I like I be felt that with Bohemian Rhapsody yeah I was gonna say they ended Sorry, up doing Bohemian Rhapsody more, so. yeah yeah well, well yeah who didn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> well let's let's do the show oh. <laughs> let's uh, let's start off with uh, the headlines from the last week or so starting with the box office the top five movies at the box office last weekend. Uh, mentioned it up front. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, debuted in the top spot, took in just under $48 million. Falls just a little short of the studio's ex- expectations. They were hoping for a four, uh, 50 to $55 million opening weekend. By comparison, the 2014 reboot uh, opened at $93 million, and Kong Skull Island opened at $61 million back in 2014. Up next for the franchise is Godzilla vs. Kong, which opens March 13th of next year. Can't wait. Wow, yeah. I'm uh, excited. My expectations I'm have been that. tempered after sitting through. That's what I was going to ask you. I mean, seeing it and not liking it, do you... Different writers, different director on Skull on uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. So that is the... The re-roll. I won't say the <laughs> only thing I'm really hoping on, but really I'm hoping that... Um, this yeah, there were I mean they did a there was a lot of time spent um, setting this that up, not in the main storyline, but throughout there were drops of hints of this is going on on Skull Island by the way we need to pee pay remember don't forget about this in another year or two nice. we we planted those seeds so how was Vera Farmiga in this was she good um I always love her you know. What? We're stressed. <laughs> there's a line. See, and that's that's the hard thing about doing that this podcast me. is that we want to support the things that we love. Yeah. And this was not a movie I love. So um, like her. Millie Bobby Brown was really good in it. Um, yeah. She plays Vera Farmiga's daughter? daughter. Yeah. The, okay. the daughter. I mean, nobody else had. There's no other children in the movie. Yeah. Nobody else has kids that we're aware of in the movie. So she was the daughter. Um, she did fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Number two, <laughs> Aladdin slid to number two, earning another $43 million, so $5 million shy of beating Godzilla. You know, I would weekend. say real quick, uh, one of the things that I've heard about this movie... Is that it's not bad? <laughs> that it's number one, and it's not bad, and number two, that the best part of it... 
is Will Smith's genie. Uh huh. So really, really weird. That haters, which is really yeah, weird. You and can't you judge that? a movie by the trailer. No, I'm just regurgitating what other people say. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't have uh, to have so my own just, opinion. Maybe just people a have less, for me. a little less of that until you've seen it. Oh well, in that case, <laughs> <laughs> have no I, word about it then. <laughs> I no, I heard don't it was know. unexpectedly emotional. Yeah, I hear it's a movie. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I heard no, Disney's but I did hear that like. A bunch of people thought it was it was a little bit of a tearjerker. Really? Because everybody dies at the end. <gasps> Come on! Spoiler! Oh, comes sorry. In. <laughs> Whoa! I know. Uh, the film's ten-day domestic total, hundred eighty-five million, paid for the production budget in Boom. two weeks. So they'll nice. keep cranking these out. Yeah. Plus, they don't have to pay for the script. That's true. Yeah. That's Which stinks true. for the writers. Uh, number three, Rocket Man debuted in the number three spot, makes just under twenty six million. That outperformed the eighteen to twenty million dollar industry expectation. Also makes it the fourth largest opening weekend for a biopic. So I really expected it to do, but I don't know why. Well, our rating. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I keep forgetting about that. And they that. earned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Give five specific examples. No, I'm, just I'm sure we can. <laughs> we can think of a few. If you know, Elton I John remember him doing you. a couple of specific examples <laughs> <laughs> throughout. Yeah, uh, debuting at number four was Ma. Just earned just over uh, 18 million. This film was made on a five million dollar budget. Uh, so when did Octavia success. Spencer get paid? Because that's apparently she got paid three dollars. She better get some back in. I'm furious. She's <laughs> an Oscar her, winner. Yeah, giving back to the community movie. Yeah, yeah this so. is one where she owed somebody something. Yeah. I think so. Um, you, she's you get those every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I heard I that it was a it, silly little looks horror thriller. Yeah. yeah, nobody's seeing it here, but I, I didn't. I kind of didn't expect it to do well. Here. Didn't expect it to do 18 million. <laughs> When, when you weekend. look at the budget versus what it made, oh, hey, how many yeah, movies that's can why they do that. Yeah. Bumhouse? Yeah. Uh, oh, boy, you know, I, I don't know. I, it feels I like know. it was, I, but I can't. My instinct is yes, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Right. Same thing. It feels like yeah. it was, but I don't know for certain that it was. I should know oh. that. And at the number five spot, rounding out the top five, John Wick 3, Parabellum, <laughs> takes in just over $11 million in its third week of release. Worth noting that while we were away, John Wick 3 was the film that knocked Avengers Endgame out of the top spot. Yeah, it did. Which I believe yeah, you John. called that, didn't you? Yeah, John. Oh, heck yeah. I think you did. I think I thought it would be Godzilla, and you thought it would be John Wick. So It's funny, like, the comparison of how these movies have done. Like, the first one, it did pretty good, yeah. but it's still low. Second one hit, like... 180 million total box office worldwide and then this one i think like day 10 it like surpassed Covered it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so and good for that i'm happy that keanu's got another wonderful franchise absolutely honestly. and, he and in the movie they let you know that parabellum means war for anybody not going to see the movie and was curious because yeah. <laughs> i thought it was a mathematical term uh, <laughs> so let's take a look at a that's a parabola a few movie related headlines it's official robert pattinson is your new batman Oh, Which, my God. Yeah, surprise for everybody that hasn't paid attention to the well, news for the last month and a half. I, I was watching, and it was like a little back and forth, like, hey, slow your roll. No, we didn't name anybody. <laughs> we but didn't tell yeah, you that yeah. yet. And so I was like, maybe he's not. And I was like, no, he no, definitely he will be. But then he, yeah. Warner Brothers made it official in their announcement last Friday. So it's been, it's only been a couple of days since they actually con- concretely said, yes, Robert Pattinson is our Batman. Word is that the new Batman film, titled The Batman, will be influenced by the Batman Year One storyline from the comics. That sounds familiar. Batman Begins was the same thing. Oh. Word is they are going to skip the first 
35 minutes of Batman Begins and just go ahead and go jump into he's Batman. They're not going to go through the origin again, but it's going to be he's learning to be Batman because we haven't seen that yet on the big screen. Little ballsy calling it the Batman. Yeah. No, I'm the Batman. And everybody else is like... But the, but the word is also that they are going to focus on a more cerebral Batman. It's less about him learning how to punch correctly and more learning the detective Kick. side of it. Detective. So it's more... Yeah, that and intrigues kicking. me. And kicking. That intrigues me. Yeah, so. that's, that's cool. I, I, I'm confident that Pattinson can do it. Yeah. Uh, but man, I was really digging Ben Affleck as Batman, even if I hated the movies. I always thought he, he was, was the least objectionable yeah. thing about the movies. I miss Daredevil. I actually, I, I will not admit <laughs> what I want to admit right now about how much I like that movie. I yeah, loved it. So, I have it on I Blu-ray. Did. I did. I don't have it on Blu-ray. The teeter-totter but. scene. <laughs> Just so yeah. you know, director's oh, cut yeah. does not make it better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, word is the studio is hoping for this to be the first of a trio of films with Pattinson in the role. That's three Batman films, not two Batmans, and let's slap together a Justice League. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, start filming before we start talking about <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. The well, Batman. Maybe learn from oh, yeah. your mistakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you remember the other Batman movies yeah. having an yeah. issue. But, uh, yeah, yeah, they're like day one of like a New Year's resolution. They're like, I got this. Uh, yeah. Three <laughs> Movies, all perfect, yeah. Oscar winners. Never felt better. Yeah. I know this is my year. And then, Do we have yeah. a script? No, because it's going to write itself. Because <laughs> yep. it's that good. Yeah, uh, The Batman will film in early 2020 with a scheduled release date. It's on the calendar, June 25th, 2021. Yeah, I wouldn't put that in concrete. I like <laughs> <Yeah>. that, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. going to be done by this date. <laughs> It'll be Absolutely. Perfect. I want to move it up yeah. a little. I feel like we'll be done early. <laughs> Look how much <laughs> they're trying not. We're doing 9.03 a.m. is where we're going to wrap up. <laughs> exactly. I wonder if this one will have Dr. Octavius. Mm, I'm not even going to comment. <laughs> <laughs> Collider reports that Quentin Tarantino, hey, he's got a new film coming out in a couple months. Oh, here that was fun. Uh, counting down. It's my birthday weekend, and it feels like a present just for me. Just to get away. watch it. David, it sure is. Every day I'm like, what else is the 28th, David? What else? Uh, <laughs> Collider reports Quentin Tarantino is writing a sequel to Django Unchained, which will be based on a comic book that he co-wrote that was published back in 2014, teaming Django with Zorro. Yes. Mm-hmm. Django Zorro. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. The script is being co-written by Jared Carmichael, who worked on Neighbors and the Disaster Artist. Hey, Doesn't comedian. really yeah. fit with the, the, the genre, but it sure. like it's going to be funny, then. Uh, it's unlikely Tarantino's going to direct the film. Instead, he's just going to serve as a writer and producer, let somebody else do the hard work of <laughs> directing this thing. I'd say they shoot it in black and white. I, I would so be fine with if every did, comment that's great. happened so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I like that uh, there's a possibility that you know he has this whole tin film thing. I like the idea that it doesn't mean it's the last you'll hear of his voice. Right. So yeah. yeah, this is and if it's not made by him, it can just be like it's almost like a bonus feature. Yeah, and so, he's done that before. He's attached his name as a producer to yeah. other films that other folks have. And he, early and on, written. he was writing things that got made. Yeah. Uh, so oh, totally awesome. More Go for Tarantino. It. And if he's already got the comic done, <laughs> all yeah. he's got to do is adapt it to this yeah, to, yeah. to make a screenplay out of it. So, 
And finally, Mattel seems to be serious about turning its toy properties into movies. They have a Barbie movie that's stuck in development hell, a Hot Wheels movie that apparently they're moving forward on, and a Masters of the Universe reboot yes! that they have cast one person and still have no I writers, really directors, do. script, anything really else, but they do have Prince Adam cast. Masters of the Universe. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, let's add remember one more we went, to the list. Remember when we went to the thing? The Vision Con? Blumhouse. <laughs> Producers of low-budget, highly acclaimed horror movies like Get Out, Us, Happy Death Day, maybe Ma, we don't know. <laughs> Happy Death Day to you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Did, were they involved in, they were involved in the Halloween remake too, weren't they? As the producer. Yes. They did, weren't oh. the distributor, but they were the producer, I think. Yes, because I remember that Blumhouse came up at the beginning of the movie and the budget was really low, yeah, so okay. totally. They are making a Magic 8-Ball horror Finally. Movie. Finally. Yeah. And maybe it'll it. come up. You shake well, it, it comes well, up. You're dead. This? You're dead. <laughs> not likely. <laughs> Actually, you know what? They probably will. Outlook yeah. not good. It's going to be made for $7. So. Well, when I saw this, I actually. $7 million. $7. Odin and I were talking about making a horror type film from Magic 8 Ball years ago. I have a Magic 8 Ball at my desk, and I use it to make all of my decisions. I don't trust <laughs> them. I'm worried that it'll turn into a horror movie. So. If they can make horror movies on based on Ouija boards and other stuff, sure, why hey, not? Ouija Origin of Evil was pretty good. That's what I'm saying. If they can do that, I like to see a Farkle horror late. movie. Yeah. Oh, right? I love Farkle. Right? Yeah, exactly. <gasps> One time I rolled six sixes, there and then we calculated the odds. I will never roll it again. Just well, statistically speaking, play it's so impossible. You'll never roll six sixes in Yahtzee. Anyway, carry on. Because <laughs> <Like a salt laughs> there's only five. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, truth, or do- truth or Dare and Fantasy Island director Jeff Wadlow is attached to direct the movie, and he's also writing it along with his collaborators, uh, Jillian Jacobs and Chris Roach. What were those two movies that he directed? Truth or Dare, which is a Blumhouse film, I think, and mm-hmm. the Fantasy Island, which is going to be a horror film comedy that Blumhouse is behind as well. Yeah. Keeping well, it in-house in the Blumhouse. The truth or dare was uh, <coughs> it was something. Yeah. Well, you know what? Again, Madonna's truth or they're dare. going to make this for $7 and five ninety nine of that is buying a Magic 8-Ball as a prop. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I'm sure someone's uh, got truth one. Or <laughs> truth or dare. Did you like truth or dare? No. <laughs> <laughs> dare. I dare you to make a Magic 8-Ball movie now. <laughs> 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 okay. Anyway, moving on. New in theaters. New in theaters this week. Dark Phoenix. Yes. Is new in theaters this I don't week. I care how bad everybody says it's going to be. I still want to see it. And that's fine. Secret Life of Pets 2. New in theaters this week. I have a feeling some folks will come see that. Because yeah. that actually looks pretty funny because I didn't yeah. know Harrison Ford was in that. Mumbling through it. Yeah. As, yeah. yeah. And I was like, what? And the little parts that they showed, I was like, that's pretty funny. I don't know why I think it's funny, but it, it just. Because it's Harrison Ford. He's, yeah. Like, and, they didn't even hand him a script that day. They just sat him in a booth and turned the mic on and just asked him a question. Grumble <laughs> something about dogs. Yeah. yeah. Dogs. <laughs> they might have even said dogs. They might have just. How, how was your day, sir? Coming up this week at the Alamo Draft House, in addition to these two new films and all the continuing stuff, you guys have a lot of family stuff coming up because we it's summertime. Love families, and we know that you don't want the kids in your house all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it I mean, or not, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Them constantly talking to you, oh, yeah. having to interact, getting with kids, things out, and not worst. putting them back. Yeah, who's in like, like an hour? And they don't minutes have to make their beds. Anyway, sorry. So no, that's fine. Please <laughs> air your grievances. Uh, you guys have the kids camp going strong. That's mm-hmm. kicked off. Started this week with trolls. Heck yeah! Heck and that yeah. continues this Thursday and Friday at ten a.m. You can bring the kids and catch <gasps> trolls. 
And next week's Kids Camp movie is Shrek. Heck yeah. Oh, Monday through Friday, that'll run at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Also this week, PBS Kids at the Alamo, Ready, Jet, Go. One small step. That's playing at noon this week, so that continues this Thursday and Friday as well. And The Secret Life of Pets 2, which is a new release. You guys are doing family parties for that on Saturday at 1120 and again on Sunday. I know you got something to say about this At 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. These, it's gonna be great. These, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Tell us a little bit for those who have not attended or been part of a family party. You open up earlier. These open forty-five yeah. minutes before the film starts instead of thirty. Yes, and, and that's all, when the party starts. Yeah, <laughs> 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 the party starts ten minutes before that as the staff gets <laughs> yeah takes their five-hour energy drinks. Yeah. And yes, it's ready panic. to go. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. So with our family parties, whenever we get a new title. Uh, that is geared more towards kids, like the Secret Life of Pets, too. Uh, we want to give an opportunity for families to come out on the weekends and do, like, engaging fun crafts and activities together. Right. So instead of you just going out and watching a movie and being quiet the whole time and not really having much of a connection throughout, we're just giving families a chance to bring your kids, come out. It's the, the price of the ticket. There's no additional cost to you, right. but you can come out, uh, spend 45 minutes together and do fun crafts related to the movie. Like one of my favorite crafts for this one is you get to make a pet rock. It's going to be really fun. <laughs> and then you and your pet rock can watch the movie together. So uh, last time, and we were also doing Toy Story 4 when that comes up. So there, we have some great titles coming up that are geared towards kids. And yes. it doesn't cost any more for a ticket. Yeah, that it does. We amazing. cannot insist yeah. enough that it does. It's no more addition. It's the same price if you saw it and it wasn't a family party. Right. You could show up after the family party stuff was done and it's still just going to be the same movie. So and we'll have right. Dickerson Zoo here. Yeah. So we get a lot of, yeah. <laughs> They're packing up everybody. It's going to be tricky. Try not to sit behind the It'll giraffe. They may need yeah. an arc this weekend it's to get everybody right. out of here. It's, it's supposed to rain thing. all weekend. Yeah. It's yeah. Gonna, I think it's going to be a real treat. It's, yep. it, we, we really want to give these families these opportunities because we see some of the same faces every time we do it. And, uh, yeah, it's just a, a load of fun. So definitely, if you got it's, kids... It's getting more fun. Yeah. We, we keep hitting our stride better and better every time. We try so. to make them better and special. Each movie has something different to do. It's not like we're doing the same crafts over We had little wish jars for Aladdin. Those went yeah, over very well. Yeah, those were really fun. We're yeah. doing a Sporky for Toy Story 4. Which so you get to make your own. Wait. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm seeing it. <laughs> I don't even think I got his name right. I haven't seen the movie yet. That's Forky. forgivable. Is Forky. it Forky? Mm-hmm. But he isn't is he a spork? spork? But he is a spork, isn't he? Yeah. Pretty I think sure the name to... is officially Forky. <laughs> is it? Fact he may check not me on that. But he yeah. might wait, be a fork, I need to order sporks. Yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> you can run Walmart. Yeah, I'll go to Taco Bell and just grab a handful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, a lot, and that's the thing I think a lot of people don't realize if you just come and watch a movie here, I mean, that's a great experience as long as yeah. you're not sitting through Godzilla King of the Monsters. Um, so even if you are, the food's it. great. Yeah, but, um, ask the guy next to you. Exactly, he loved it. Apparently, he couldn't get enough. When I sat down in Rocket Man, the guy next to me, I made a comment and he laughed. It is Forky. It is Forky. Yes. There you go. I made a comment and we actually introduced ourselves. So when I sit down, I like to get friendly with the people around me. Sometimes people love that. So this is yeah. a great time to throw what happened during. <laughs> so the couple sitting next to me was a young couple, probably college, maybe age. Uh, clearly on their first date by the conversation going on oh, before the movie. Oh, I mm-hmm. love to eavesdrop on first date. Yes. What's your favorite color? <laughs> so so cool, here's, what, here's a little bit of what I do. So he just got a milkshake and she just got fries and a soda. 
And so when they came, the, the movie starting, uh. I told, leaned over and told her, because she was the one sitting next to me, dip a fry in his milkshake. I was about to say that. And just see his reaction. And you'll yeah. know whether or not there'll be a second date. Oh my God. And she looked at me like she was scared to death. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, apparently I shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I always awesome. like to lean over and whisper something creepily to somebody. Oh yeah. So that was fun. Just whisper hair. like a, a date <laughs> don't ask, like four years <laughs> in the future yeah. out loud to them and then don't talk to them. Yeah. It's like, March 14th, 2024. And then just, just get up and walk out of the theater. Yeah. It's Pi Day. It's like, oh, I created fear. Yeah. So that was fun. But I think it's important to note that, yeah, you guys don't just come watch a movie at the Alamo. There's a ton of other stuff that goes on here. And we're going to talk about a little bit of that as we go through. Uh, if we take a look at the next week here at the Alamo Draft House, this month's uh, Let There Be Brunch screening is oh. on Sunday at 1140 a.m. And this month you're showing Eat, Pray, Love. Mm-hmm. Which is a good brunch title. If you're going to do it, come cry out all of your hormones and emotions <laughs> and blame it on the movie. Yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it's good for. It's Julia Roberts. She's America's yeah. sweetheart. She is exactly. still. She eats her way through the the countries, mm-hmm. and then um, it's, J- it's got James Franco and Harvey Airbnb. Yeah. I'm well, sure she does it as cute. I do it. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody. yeah. I, I know because I was like, <laughs> she's yeah. so endearing. It's so cute yeah. that you gained ten pounds eating gelato. I would. Not even be able to look at it. I love gelato. It's delightful. I'm sure it's even better in whatever country that was. Italy, probably. I don't know. Oh, Doesn't so. matter. Sure, I, saw it, I saw it when it came out. This is the point, which was almost <laughs> ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, also on Sunday, if that is not your thing, the Grease Sing Along is at 6:20 p.m. on Sunday night. Yeah. Come sing out your like, hormones and emotions. That's everybody's thing. <laughs> <laughs> Are we having a, are we, is, are we planning Sunday? Is Sunday circled on the calendar somewhere? Is that going to be the hormones and emotions? Day? Yep. Yep. Every Was that day the theme? Is that we, tied that, we tied that theme to this yeah. Sunday. Uh, on Monday night, so this is interesting. The only film that Stephen King ever directed, whether that was by choice or by, well, somebody made that choice, yeah. whether it was his choice or the studio. I think the cocaine made that choice. <laughs> yeah. uh, Maximum Overdrive, which. I'm surprised you're not showing this as a double feature with Spider-Man. Right. People as a family party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maximum Overdrive, one of the weirdest Stephen Keen adaptations there is. Definitely. It's just an odd little movie. It's something I kept putting off and like, we'll definitely show that. We'll definitely show that. And uh, we showed a couple other Stephen King movies in January. Did not land at all. Yeah. This one is almost sold out. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think people really think like it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just the campy. Well, you never, yeah. yeah, you yeah. never know. You know, like even if you're like, oh, misery. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Nobody's, nobody that's, cares. That's why when I, I don't like a movie piece. now, I'm not like, this could come back around. Yeah, you some, never know. Some, some it movies. It just needs its time. Yeah. It's like Battleship, I imagine. No. No, I don't think that's I don't that's Man, it's just so stupid. So That's never coming back. Stupid. Tuesday night is the first of two. Actually, it was the second because the first one sold out. Uh, there are two chances to catch Top Gun Top Gun movie parties this week. Wednesday night is already sold out. That was the first one, and it sold out in a hurry, so you guys added a Tuesday night. Both of those are at 6.40 p.m. I have a feeling that's one of those you could probably just throw into a rotation, and it would always Not sell out. Pretty much. It. Plus, the there- props are better. Than, I mean, than they mm-hmm. were before. So I'm excited about that. Got a universally loved star. Mm-hmm. Brilliant 80s movie. Are you talking about Anthony, Anthony Edwards? Edwards? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, plus it falls Val into Kilmer. that category of movies that you really should see on the big screen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is the only way you're going to get to do that. Because uh, at home, I don't care how big your TV is, 
you lose stuff in it. So yep. yeah, with Top Gun Maverick Absolutely. coming out soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get ready. Absolutely. Coming we got out dog soon. tags. We got <laughs> a couple of years. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was next year, right? Uh, is it next year? It's either. Tw- it was I originally. Think it's 20- well, I think originally it's June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. They've got to set stone somewhere. I'm sure. <laughs> I will tell on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Wednesday night, the Men in Black International Suit and Tie Advanced Screen yeah. at 7 o'clock. Rolling David's out the red gonna carpet. Rock that. Uh, I'm going to be wearing an international suit David's, and tie. David's uh, in charge next week because mm-hmm. I'm top dog. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'm big boss. I'm going to start firing people. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Free so movie watch week out. People outside of the department, yeah. even. <laughs> we are the department, so I guess, by definition. <laughs> <laughs> it's everybody. So that'll be something. Um, <laughs> we'll see yeah. if we have a we'll see if we have a show next week. We'll, we'll grab a ticket, get dressed up, and come out. It's going to be yeah. a blast. Absolutely, yeah. it, it looks like it'll be a lot of fun. The best dressed crowd to see a film at the Alamo, would you say? Yeah, we'll be looking sharp as tacks. We so. also can I throw this in Please because do. it was very last minute. Wednesday, we will also have the coffee and donut screening of Dead Don't Die. Ooh. Really? Yeah. What time is that? Do you know yet? That is, I think it's it's. Six forty. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's somewhere. It really? Actually, you'll have to make a decision. It's the same night. Okay. Uh, it <laughs> yeah. came. It came up very late. The booking uh, took a little bit to come through. So, uh, but we are going to provide coffee and donuts before the screening for free on your yeah. way in. That's awesome. And the donuts will be amazing, right, David? Uh, they will be <laughs> exquisite because they're donuts. Yes, they'll and be fresh. Have, yeah, yeah. And if you know us, donuts make us go nuts. <laughs> In addition to just seeing the movie, we talked about this a little bit, but other than just seeing the movie, I know you guys are going to be out at Park Central Square this Friday for the first Friday festivities. The Mm -hmm. Alamo Draft House is sponsoring the summer concert series, which is called Tumble 2019. I don't know why. I guess somebody... Oh, you'll took find a header out. off the stage. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mystery. You got to show up. Uh, This Friday night is the kickoff, weather permitting. and then I, I don't know that everybody knows this, but we've got, you know, you've got the back lot here. We which, do. People just don't know. Well, they yeah, know it's here. But I think I, well, people, you, if you if you don't, <laughs> if you're just coming to see a movie, maybe there's that, maybe I'm not supposed to be in there kind of. Yeah, yeah. People aren't sure what it's for sometimes, I think. Um, yeah, but I kind of thought that actually. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat. Yeah, the first, first time. time I came and saw something here. I was I so still confused. talk to people who every once in a while are kind of like, I, I think they do stuff in there, but I don't know. Yeah, we need. Yeah, to we serve paint. food Come and on. drinks. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, did yeah. you look? Because it's kind of obvious yeah. once you step in there. What I once walked still... into an Applebee's and was very confused. Didn't have any idea what yeah. was going on. This isn't a paint like store. A... I'm confused every time I walk into an Applebee's. Like it, it feels like a not a nice restaurant per se, but like that same feel of like, oh, I shouldn't go in there because that's not for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's that's. So if you've issue. not you ventured, totally go in. Absolutely, if you've not ventured into the back lot, there are a couple opportunities to do so. I love the fact that you guys have live music in the back lot on this Thursday. Uh, that would be today, the sixth. Uh, Rural Chapel, which is famous local musician. I mean, he's played for years. He's oh, yeah. seen some things. He's been some places. He's yeah. done a thing or two. Uh, he is playing uh, Thursday night at 7. And Thursday nights, you guys have got like a rotating... It's not the same every it's Thursday not, night. It's, it's not. We like to mix it up. So, Which I think is re- great. Yeah, regardless of what you're into, you're probably going to find it with, with our lineup. Because Absolutely. Yeah. It is the yeah. tossed salad of lineups. The opposite of that, <laughs> the standard, uh, Dallas and Molly are playing back lots every up. Sunday this summer at 6 o'clock. <laughs> That's right. 
And then next Wednesday evening, you guys have Backlot The Gathering. Yes. Hosted by Metagames Unlimited here in town. Uh, they'll be playing and teaching. So if you don't understand this whole Magic The Gathering like card me. game stuff, yeah. they will actually set you down and start you in a game and yeah. teach you exactly what this thing is that is Maybe I fire. need to come to this because people that they just assume that I know what magic I like, that you knew. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't play that kind of stuff. They're like, yeah, but you've, you know, like, I don't know anything about that. And to understand that there's real magic involved. Yes. Okay. You don't want to ask a dumb question. You don't want to sound like an idiot. So. <laughs> you don't want to ask that question. Yeah, be every This month. is your safe place. You can yeah. ask those questions on this show. Yeah, yeah. it makes you feel more comfortable. Yeah, That's we're doing a, it every month, so if you can't catch one, we'll be back. Be They'll sure. be back, not me. Build that know. deck. <laughs> yeah. Build that deck. On Tuesday nights, yeah, Tuesday Night Trivia. Uh, I took a little bit of break, but Tuesday Night Trivia will be back next week as well. Anything else? You guys, are you doing the Rocket Man as your special menu? Yes. Um, so, right oh my gosh, the name of the pizza just flew right out of my head. I think it's going to be a long, long time yeah yeah that's okay T-H-Y-M-E. Yeah. T-H-Y-M-E. Yeah. yeah that's the first so, thing i saw when i opened so the menu good. <laughs> yeah uh, it's got the brisket on it um the crust is extra delightful i found it to be a nice little buttery garlic delight mm-hmm. uh and we ordered josh and i ordered one to split and then i was mad at him for actually thinking taking I was his half yeah <laughs> yeah even though he did not like take extra like he has want to do but he did this time and i'm just like really yeah, it looked on. really good we were like yeah. we came at the nine twenty showing, so yeah. we obviously even yeah. then, you know, the Grant that works here, bless his heart, he was trying yeah. to get people to eat something. Oh. He was doing his best. <laughs> I love hey, good man. for him. And it's good like, guy. man, I'm sorry. We, you know, yeah. it's nine twenty at night. Everybody's that's so people are getting popcorn. See, that's that's and, my right. snack time though. That's, that's my yeah. snack time number three or four. I can't remember out of my six daily snack times. Yeah. But yeah, so good. And I really want to try the shake. Um, it is, it's an alcoholic shake, but there's a, an NA version as well. And it's a coconut pineapple. Do you remember what it's called? Which song it is? I want you to be quiet right now. <laughs> Unless you know the answer. No, I think it's the name of the song. Oh. Can you have a few bars? <laughs> it's like, I haven't heard that Elton John song. Dang it. Is that just a line from Mona Lisa and Matt Hatters? <laughs> Why don't I know? And menu. Yeah, anyway, so it's good. And then the salad, the rocket arugula salad. Mm. It's really Yeah. That's I haven't tried it yet, but I don't know how you could go wrong with it because it's got all the things. It's got some goat cheese and some cranberries. And so I'm gonna stop talking about things I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I look at it every it single out. day and I still Mangos am like, in there. It's, I think it's <laughs> that got sounds some, so good. It's got some arugula. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Little bottles of vodka. I like arugula. <laughs> hey, one of my favorite greens. Is it? <laughs> my favorite egg green. It's probably like iceberg lettuce, right? I actually like butter lettuce. Ooh. The texture's better. It's got a nice flavor it's to it. real butter? No, it's not. Oh. No. No, well, no I have to add that separate. It's yeah. made with real butter. <laughs> you have to milk the lettuce out of the cow. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Churn it for a while. Yeah, it takes a long time. Well, that's what you water the lettuce with to get it to grow. Just exactly. melted butter. <laughs> So get your tickets is. early. These special screenings often sell out. Some already have, including Wednesday night's Top Gun. You can get your tickets in the Alamo Drafthouse app on your mobile device. You can buy online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield or get them in person. Just don't wait until the day of the screening. Get your tickets early. You can find all of these and more upcoming events on Facebook. I know the entire month of June is on there already. 
Just search for... Alan's taking a drink. Elmo Springbow. <laughs> By default, Jen got that one because... Also, you, the shake's called, in fact, it's cold as hell. Boom. <laughs> well, all right, there you go. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. And you can find circle. it on Elmo Springbow. <laughs> Try to get back to this thing. Uh, go to the events page. You will see everything coming up in the month of June. Speaking of the month of June and all summer long, we're doing something fun here. We are going to be asking for your favorite... Summer movies from the 1980s. Yeah. We're going to look year by year through the 1980s. We're going to choose your favorite summer movies. Those are the movies that were released between Memorial Day and Labor Day each year. So that date changes. It's not like Christmas, which made my search take that much longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. This week, we are starting with 1981. We all have a list of the movies that were released between Memorial Day and Labor Day 1981. Is there any of those that you guys feel like jump out as, you know, we're each going to pick one, so there'll be four total, but is there anything that oh, just kind of, that's an honorable mention or that you look at and you're like, wow, that you know, I could see that possibly being one of the best movies that there's summer. several here that I forgot I have seen. Yeah, same. Yeah. You know, like you the didn't Night know it was an eighty one Georgia. You know, I, I totally <laughs> forgot that was a movie. <laughs> the night the lights went out in Georgia. Yes, it, it was really for me. It was almost a three way tie. Well, we're gonna give you yeah. the first pick. Oh so my don't gosh. you dare say mine. I'm not going to tell you which one. The way we'll do this is you're going to get the first pick this week. David will go second. Kenny third. I'll go fourth. Going forward, we will do it in the inverse (gasps) order of the poll results. So if you win the poll, you'll pick last. Mm -hmm. If you come in last Mm -hmm. place in the poll, you'll pick first next week when we talk about 1982. I have a good feeling I'm going to go. I'm going to be last. Be smack in the middle everywhere. No. Yeah. So, Jen, your favorite movie from the summer of 1981. Taking a look at the list in front of us. Would be God. It's really hard. Here's how I decided it. Ultimately, I was six. I turned six in the summer of 1981. Um, it was the movie that I personally adored and could not get enough of, and is still my favorite Disney movie to this day: The Fox and the Hound. The, the Fox. Wow. And the Hound. Todd and Copper. I'm a fox. I'm a hound dog. Yep. It was. That was it. But. Quickly, I want to say that Arthur was a very close second because my mother watched the hell out of it. And <laughs> yeah, so I was going to say everybody did. We yeah. and everybody so, seen the hell out of yeah. Arthur. <laughs> so it almost took the top spot, as did Raiders of the Lost Ark. But didn't. Okay. so fair enough. All right, so Fox and the Hound is the first movie taken off the board, which leaves David with the second pick. Yes. Does her choice of the Fox and the Hound? I'm guessing that surprised you a little. Uh, it did surprise me a little bit. So does that influence your selection? Absolutely not. Yeah. All right. I knew I there was no untouched. way we were going <laughs> to. Yeah. Uh, so when picking mine, now I have not seen all these movies. Right. So I could be wrong, but I have seen most of these movies. Right. So when I pick, I have to base it off of which of these movies is my absolute favorite. And it happens to be my favorite from the star and the second supporting star. Uh, that they that they made, which would be Stripes. Stripes yeah. is my winner because I think it's the best Bill Murray movie ever. It's a lot of fun. 
cool writing. The entire sequence when they're in basic training. That's a fact, Jack. It's awesome. amazing. Yeah. That's the facts, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a yeah. It's it's really fun. Like the and then depression set in. You get <laughs> you get sort of morose, sad Bill Murray, the one that you'll see later, later on, on in his career. Yep. Uh, but you also get the sarcastic, biting wit that you love so much. The end is a touch weak because it gets campy and silly. Right. But because they had to. In the yeah, end. of course. Yeah, we got right. this a, screwball comedy on it's a, a comedy. screwball note. Yeah. Uh, but when the when those two paired up, uh, Bill Murray and Harold Ramis, I I adore everything they did together. And Stripes is my all time favorite. So 1981, easy choice. My second pick would be Escape from New York. But but you don't get two. Picks. I don't get two picks of so Stripes. The Fox and the Hound and Stripes have been selected. Kenny, does that surprise you in any way? No. I no. Mean, <laughs> really? No, I knew it. <laughs> well, if you if the people at home, if there's any way of them looking it up themselves or whatever, there are too many good movies on here. Right. And oh, it gets Which worse as we get deeper me. into the eighties. Yeah, no, we talked about that. You Wait know, till next week. Next week. Yeah, eighty two is eighty two and eighty four. I have long maintained eighty two was the strongest the year, year of for, movies. Yeah, I tend to agree. And you know, picking a movie, you got to go with like you know, Jen was like picking something. This is what I remember as a younger kid, and you know, you were a little bit you're you're, you're just weird. Comes from a little <laughs> older age, you know, of appreciating yeah. movies and stuff, and so I, that's where I was like, what do I do? So I went with what movie of all these that. Like I could watch today, and it still entertains me, and you know all that. And I know it's weird, but heavy metal. Hey, hey. good movie. I remember the first time I saw it was it was a double feature at the drive-in. Well, I wasn't. We were watching something horrible. That my mom would always take me to horrible movies, like <laughs> Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my first movie, you know. Well, my second movie was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but Andrewville Horror was my first movie. Really. Four. <laughs> and when I was four up Chicago, the theater was old and dilapidated, and it was scary anyway. <laughs> that movie. sounds but, amazing. <laughs> yeah. so I grew up in a dilapidated theater, so. <laughs> so that's, you know, but I, we were watching something, so I couldn't watch that. So I turned around. When I turned around, it was this, the World War II scene where they got shot up and then all the things. I was just like, what is that? You know, being artistic my whole life. That was like, what? What am I watching? This isn't the Super Friends. This is, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. So it has always stuck in my head. That's one of my favorite. And the music's just killer. So absolutely. So we've Good got pick. the Fox yeah. and the Hound, Stripes, and Heavy Metal. I have got the last pick. Uh, before I take the low hanging fruit, <laughs> I will honorable mention because you can't not. I yeah, mean, it it's deserves. Real. You've got to pick it if it's in the list and it hasn't been picked. But looking through the list. I mean, there are so many good ones on the list. Clash of the Titans. I think everybody fell in love with that movie in English that class because really you didn't cool. have to watch. You didn't have to read for like three days. You got to watch Clash of the Titans over three days in English class. So that's a fun one. History of the World Part One is great. Uh, makes you wish there were more parts to it, but it's a great Mel Brooks film. The Cannonball Run is just yeah. fun. Yeah. It's just a goofy fun. That's the one where the movie's okay. But I could watch the end credits over and over. I mean, uh, you could watch that on a loop for an hour and a half and be entertained. So my parents raised me to really love Dom DeLuise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they there you go. Yeah, right. they did. Uh, Superman two's on the list. It's yeah. basically Superman one. 
Um, Dragon Slayer, we talked about this off before we started, but th- there's this string of sword and sandal fantasy films in the 80s that are cheesy bad, cheesy good, depending on the mood you're in when you watch them. Uh, Dragon Slayer is one of those. A great Muppet caper. Maybe not the strongest mm-hmm. Muppet movie, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Was in, in there's, a, there's some visual effects work on that movie that for the first that's the one where uh, Kermit's riding the it's not a unicycle it's the big wheel front and the small in the back oh I is believe that that's just the first one is it the first because one because he gets hit and he says uh, if frogs couldn't hop I'd be gone with the Schwinn yeah <laughs> Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I do love I love the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Escape from New York's on this list. Arthur's on this list. Endless Love is on this list. That's not one mm-hmm. you necessarily jump out as a summer movie, but yes. um, it's on there. Wolfen is another underrated horror film that I think uh, I think if people go back and revisit it now, they realize we missed out on there. Zora the Gay Blade? No, no. American Werewolf in <laughs> London? That's the one with George Hamilton. It's not a good movie. <laughs> no. uh, American Werewolf in London is not one I think of as a summer movie. As, as fine as that movie is, I, it's not going to take the summer movie poll. Uh, Body Heat with Kathleen Turner is on there. Um, it, you know, there are a lot of things to pick from. But, again, all that said, it's a long-winded way of saying I you can't not take Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. It has For to real. come off the list. We've got to pick it. Because that, I mean, yeah, it is probably going to win the poll. I have to guess. So we're gonna take it. Yeah, but doubtful. I don't know that <laughs> you, dear listener, are the one that are going to decide the winner. Let our opinions sway you one way or the other. Make your vote. You can find us. You can vote right now if you go online. Go to Twitter, or Facebook. Look for Alamo Pod. That's at Alamo Pod on Twitter. Facebook.com slash AlamoPod. You can find the poll right there. You can vote in this week's poll. The winner will be announced on next week's show, and it's not just a one-off. That winner will come back and compete later on in the summer against the rest of 1980s top picks as well. So mm-hmm. if Raiders of the Lost Ark wins, it'll be back. If Stripes wins, it'll be back. Whatever you pick. That is how this whole summer shebang is going to work. Next week, again, we'll take a look at the summer of 1982. And good luck with that one, figuring out what you're going to go as your top summer movie. Well, give us your thoughts on anything we've talked about. What are you going to see this week? What did you think of what you have seen? What's your pick of the best summer movie in 1981? If we use your comment, we will give you a shout-out on next week's episode. You can find us on social media by searching for AlamoPod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can email us your suggestion at alamopod at gmail.com. You can call and leave us your thoughts on the hotline. You'll record your message at 417-986-7842. If we use your recorded comments... Certainly, we'll give you a shout-out in that upcoming episode. And be sure to follow the Alamo Draft House online on social media. Just search for... Alamo Spring Mo. He puts the drink (laughs) down for that one. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can download the Alamo Draft House app. Just search for Alamo Draft House in your mobile device's app store or visit the Alamo Draft House online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield or just come walk in when 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 it's unlocked. (laughs) <laughs> during yeah. business hours. Yeah, jiggle the handle. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> if you haven't been in, uh, check out the backlot. Check out everything that's going on at the Alamo Draft House. You can find Kenny and I weekends at the Pop Goes of the Culture podcast. Season 2 will start Labor Day weekend. You can follow us online by searching for PGTC. That stands for Pop Goes of the Culture. PGTC podcast on social media and at popgoestheculture.com. That's going to wrap it up for this week. Anybody got any final thoughts before we let these listeners go? 
Oh, oh, we well, well, we did hit. We you it know what? It's that. Yeah, it's first week back. We'll get into the routine. I'm sure this will be a little shorter. We spent a lot of time up front catching up for two weeks of not being here. So that's right. We've had a lot to discuss. Well, then I have been Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net, Alamo Gin, David Mann with the Alamo Draft House. Soon to be in charge. He <laughs> did. That's it. Come see a movie this weekend at the Alamo Draft House. We'll catch you next week. Talk to you later. See you. Have a nice day. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.